Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Turn up the radio and sing along. It's time for another great song. This is the Great Song Podcast. Land Between the Lakes, Kentucky Lake, Lake Barkley. Turn up the radio and sing along. This is the Great Song Podcast. Season's greetings and welcome once again to the Great Song Podcast. I'm Rob. I am JP. We're here breaking down the best songs in modern music history. It ain't great till we say it's great. We got a song for you today that we know you're going to love. And we're going to tell you why it's great, why we love it, and why we think that you should too. How you doing today, man? Fantastic. Just Outstanding. Just had a tasty little meal with uh, some steak tips and rice. Best corn I've ever eaten. Fantastic. Our Place Cafe. Hey, we're here in Music City, USA. That's right. Dixon, Tennessee. Dixon, Tennessee. Can, uh, recording a great new crop of songs for you here on the Great Song Podcast. Let me just say this before we go any further. Thank you for listening. It's been a, a few months for us now on the Great Song Podcast. We're having a blast. We've gotten some great feedback from all you guys, but just thank you so much for giving us like 45 minutes of your time every week. So nice. It's amazing. You guys are the best. Keep the requests coming. Um, keep the comments coming, reviews criticisms, hate mail. We want it all. We like it all. We just want all of it. Uh, so uh, thank you Se- sincerely and seriously. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. We just thought we'd uh, do this stuff and have some fun, but it turns out some of you guys are really enjoying it as well. So um, what do you say? You want to dive right into today's, yeah, today's jump song? Yeah, in. Play the song that we're covering. Today we're talking about the song Crazy. No, not by Patsy Cline. Not no, by Aerosmith. Not by Aerosmith. No, no, no. We're talking about Crazy by Seal. Check it out. crazy that guy is crazy <laughs> that guy he's he's a he's something else everybody's favorite aquatic animal i tell you what everybody's favorite aquatic animal is that true no no okay i know i know people 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 be loving on seals can you do a seal impression 
What is the? It's like like, like the. Uh, 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 I don't know. Not he balanced really. a ball on his nose. Why at did the same I not time? just do an impression of the singer when you asked me that? That's cool. Why, why did I not just go? <laughs> well, I guess I can't do that either. There you go. Oh yeah. Um, man. Okay. Steel has several songs that are just bangers. Like you know, "Kiss from a Rose" is great. Um, uh, "Prayer for the Dying" very cool song. I like "Bring It On." I don't know that one. Let's take three seconds and listen. This is how he starts his second album. Okay, play it. Bring it on. Right, bring it on, man. Yeah, bring it on. No he better way to kick an album. It's like right in your face. Like man. here I come. Yeah, it's Good job, Seal. It has been brought in. <laughs> it's been brought in. The by on Seal. has been bring br- brought <laughs> brought in. Yeah, the on brung. The on is bringed. Uh, yeah, that's very cool. No, I, I'm not aware of that one. He also had um, Don't, Don't Cry, Cry which yeah. is phenomenal. Great. It, there's two amazing versions of Don't Cry. There's the original 6-8 power ballad with some of the best sounding drums I've ever heard in my life. The reverb on the snare is just killer. Um, and then there's actually, if you go on Seal's Greatest Hits, uh, there is an amazing remix of that song. Um, the Soul Power Club remix. Yes. And... It's okay. So the original version of "Don't Cry" is in six eight time, um, but this Soul Power Club remix is in four four time, but the vocals remain the same. Uh, it's a really weird. You es- play some, especially of it? if you're very you familiar with. I'll let the listeners look play it up. It so we it's don't good. get look it up. It's listen to the original, especially if you don't if you're not real familiar with it, and then listen to the remix and hear how the vocal lays over this four four track. It's very 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 cool. Uh, especially if you are like a big fan of the original, it's almost jarring. It's really trippy to hear this uh, remix. Anyway, very cool. Seal's got a lot of great songs, but we're going to focus on one today. And this was his breakout single uh, as as a uh, solo artist, and that is crazy. Uh, it was released in 1991. It is in the key of G, although most of it has kind of an E minor feel uh, until we get to the chorus. It reached number seven in the United States uh, and number two in the United Kingdom. It won the 1992, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Ivor Novello Award for songwriting, which is awarded by the British Academy uh, to the best song lyrically and musically of the year. And Seal actually won that award two years consecutively. He won that award in 1991 for a song that he collaborated with, with a British um, like house electronic music artist that he sang on and wrote and wrote the song for and then won it again in 92 uh, for this song for crazy he also won the 1992 Brit Awards for best video and best album and this was his biggest US hit until uh, Kiss from a Rose hit number one as part of the soundtrack to the movie Batman Batman Forever. Forever yes which begs the question. Who's your favorite Batman? Who is, there have been eight. So eight. I will give you a rundown on the eight. Or how many can you name? Okay, so if you are get, we starting with Adam West? He's actually number there three. Some in the there was 40s. two before him. Okay, I don't Lewis know. Lewis G. Wilson and Robert Lowry were the first two. Okay, and those would be from the black and white 
movie serials in the 40s. Then Adam West was number three. Okay. Pretty, pretty popular Then one. 30 years later, you had Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yep. Then you had Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Then you had George Clooney, God help us all. Clooney, yep. Then you had Christian Bale. Christian Bale. And now you have Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Good job, Rob. Yeah, Rob hey, ran the gamut on, I mean, on Batman knowledge. You know how I, you know how I do. So, I just leave the black and white ones alone. So who's your favorite? He, the black and white ones, he had floppy ears. <laughs> That's not really Batman. Yeah. It looked like he was wearing a, like a kid's costume that's too big. Uh, gosh, my favorite Batman. I, I think it's Michael Keaton. Keaton. I, I, it's probably, I don't know if it's because I was like 10 when the, when the, you know, when that movie came out or, or no, I was eight or nine, I guess. Uh, and so it was like, there's a Batman movie, but that's probably part of it. But also he was amazing. Yeah. He was incredible as Batman and, and as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He was kind of a suave, but, but bungling Bruce Wayne and then just took a complete serious turn when he put on the suit. I love I think it. they're the best combo with him and Jack Nichols as the mm. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Nicholson. The, yes. Nicholson, not the golfer, not the golfer, Jack yeah. Nicholson. I think they're, they're the best combo. My favorite is probably the least popular of the eight. If you I, say George Clooney, Val Kilmer, I Val loved Kilmer. Val Kilmer. He was great. He's yes. Until Christian Bale came along. He was my second favorite. Okay. He was, um, but it, there's no way he's the least popular. Did you hear who who he won? Who he beat out for that one? This is kind of neat. I no. this up. he beat out Johnny Depp and Daniel Day Lewis for that job. Those wow. are the three that were the three finalists. Wonder, I them. mean, Daniel Day Lewis is famous for jumping headlong into his roles in full method acting style, like losing himself in a character. I wonder what Daniel Day Lewis's Batman would have been like. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I can't picture Johnny Depp ever as Batman. Gosh, no. Ooh. But that would have been because Tim Burton directed the first two movies and they were connected already. That makes sense. Uh, So I just know. Anyway, we got on a Batman tangent. Sorry about that, everybody. But anyway, Kiss from a Rose was on the underrated Batman Forever soundtrack. Oh, let me tell you one quick Kiss from a Rose fact and then we'll move on. that was he actually wrote that in eighty seven, oh. and he uh, had it on a cassette tape, and he threw the cassette tape in a trash can, mm. and somebody took it out of the trash can and was like, "You need to keep this; it's good," and gave it back to, and he kept it and brought it back later. Wow, that's I thought that fact was neat. So anyway, interesting. Enough on Kiss from a Rose. All right, we are talking about crazy. Today. We are talking about crazy. Uh, lyrics by Seal and music arranged by Guy Sigsworth, who I believe was a producer yeah I'm not 100 sure he did all the work for still on this album he recorded it all on a Roland sampler okay and an atari computer wow yeah not the video game but no. like an atari computer this this song has just amazing sounds like the everything from the the cool pulsy synth sound the and the and it keeps morphing and changing the eq on it keeps shifting it's a fantastic sound um, to the the drum samples on this are incredible, like the loop that runs through the whole thing. But then especially the there's like a drum breakdown in the middle uh, that is the sounds are just so good. It's got some kind of weird stuff that almost sounds like a part of a cash register or a receipt, you know, like a, a tape tape machine or something. I don't know what what the sounds are, but they're so good, almost industrial sounding. Um, just very very cool. Um, the song was inspired, uh, at least in part, by the events of like 1989, 1990, uh, particularly like the fall of the Berlin, Berlin Wall, Wall. Uh, and the Tiananmen Square massacre. Um, Seal said he just sort of felt the world changing 
and and this was his you know he he just looked around and saw that like things are different uh, you know things are becoming different and and this was his response to that that we're never going to survive unless unless we get a little unless we get a little bit crazy so um I've seen some people online that say this is basically this song is basically just an advocacy to do drugs. I don't get any hint of that. I it's just because Sill had dreads in this portion of his uh, <laughs> oh my God. recording. That's true. That's a g- the video is it's quite interesting. <laughs> yeah, um, this is this is dreaded Seal, not shaved head Seal. That's right. This is no. This is this is that fresh Seal with the dreads. He could shake around. Um, I, I think it's just about being. You know, it's just like a, I don't know, like you're going to have to, you're going to have to become a little unhinged to be able to handle everything that's going on, you know, going on. I don't think it has anything to do with substance abuse or anything like that. Um, So, uh, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, you listeners cannot see my shaking heads. No, JP is shaking, shaking that. Rob's doing it now too, and you can't see him doing it either. Let's do it some more. Uh, This is for y'all out there. Three, two, one, shake your head. Yeah, we did. Okay. All right. We shook our head a lot just now. Um, this, uh, this song uh, took two months to, to record and to make. The producer said that they were aiming high, that they knew that they had something special, uh, so they took some extra time to get it right. They took two months um, to do the song, and you know what? I Pay can't off. blame them. Yeah. Paid off. I think it was worth it. Um, the, um, like we said, the, the inspiration of this song sort of came from things like the Berlin Wall, the Tiananmen Square uh, massacre. There's a lyric about um, through a fractal on a breaking wall, I see you, my friend, and touch your face again. It's, you know, kind of a reference to the Berlin Wall um, coming down around that time. And uh, that was a big deal. Uh, do you remember that as a kid? Like, how, was that a big deal to you as a kid? Sadly not. Really? I don't know. Maybe I like, was too far removed from pop culture. It's, I it's weird. I don't remember that. I, I, like, I tell my kids... When I was a kid, when I was your age, there were two Germanys. Like, and they're like, what the crap are you talking about? I was like, there was East Germany and there was West Germany. And they were two separate and there was a big thing in the middle of them. What? You know, it's just, that's one of those things that like, you know, your grandparents talk about Pearl Harbor, you know, or whatever. And like, we talk about the Berlin Wall. And of course, later we talk about like 9-11. But it's just one of those things that was a huge global big deal and and ronald reagan was yelling at gorbachev you know mr gorbachev tear down this wall you could buy pieces of the berlin wall you know there for a while it was like um i I don't even know if you know if ebay had been around then it would everybody would have had a piece of the berlin wall but it was you know there was a thing where you could get a piece and and maybe it was bigger in chattanooga than it was in athens (laughs) i don't know in the friendly city of athens where i grew up i don't remember much at all about this i know it was probably all over the news maybe i was too engulfed in sports maybe maybe. i was like giants a's world series (laughs) heck yeah 88 89 wow yeah it was a big deal man it was global like i mean it was the reunification of germany you know it was a big deal um so um you know there was lots going on man uh, there was a kid standing up to a tank in China. I do remember and, that. I do yeah. remember that picture. Wow. Iconic. Just insane. And the, the kind of thing that makes you go, we're never going to survive this unless. unless we get a little bit, just a little bit crazy. He's not talking about like, you don't have to go full blown, you know, like Britney Spears 2008. Right, you don't have to go. Was that circus Britney Spears? And the only reason I'm asking is Guy Sigworth 
produce that album. That's Whoa. one of my notes about him. Mind How weird blown is that? right now. That's awesome. Mind totally blown. He did that album, a Madonna album, and a Bjork album. Bjork. She's a little bit crazy. She does. <laughs> Goose on head. She got a little crazy. <laughs> um, do you have do you have notes on uh, personnel? You yeah, want, I got to meet the band section. Man, let's meet, meet the, the band. band. Hey, let's meet the band. It's time to meet the band. Hey, mama, let's meet the band. Let's all meet the band. Hey! All right, we're going to meet the band here. This is uh, the band that accompanied Seal. Um, we already mentioned Guy Sigworth. He played a little keys on this. The other keyboard player is a guy named Jamie Mahobarak. Um, sure. His father was the keyboard player for Barbara Streisand and also toured with Neil Diamond. Um, on guitar, Kenji Suzuki of the band Simply Red. Yeah, Simply Another Red. Simply Red reference. I think that? we referenced them once in we the did. past. They're the yes, If You did. Don't Know Me By Now guys. Yep. Um, so he's on guitar. Another guitar player, a guy named Trevor Rabin. He played with Manfred Mann's Earth Band. Yeah. Uh, they're the Blinded by the Light. Blinded okay. by the Light. And those guys. who's uh, one of the, maybe the best misheard, misheard lyric, lyric of all time. Wrapped up like a... Wrapped up like a deuce. Deuce. Yes. A, wrapped, wrapped up, up like a deuce. The original lyric in Springsteen's version, because Springsteen wrote that song, the original lyric is cut loose like a deuce. Oh, I didn't know that. And they changed it to uh, wrapped up like a deuce. Deuce. D-E-U-C-E. Two. That's right. Not what Another you think it sounds yes, like. Yes, exactly. Um, also played guitar. Trevor Rabin also played guitar for Yes. Um, he plays guitar on Owner of a Lonely Heart. He's the other guitar player. Okay. On um, early influences. I love this fact about Trevor Rabin. They, I read an interview with him, and they asked him, like, who was your four main influence in idols when you were growing up? Number one was Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Tchaikovsky, the Beatles and Jimi Hendrix. Okay. So how's that for an eclectic group of idols? Weird. Schwarzenegger to Hendrix. Um, on bass, another Trevor, Trevor Horn. Uh, those of y'all that know who Trevor Horn is, he was of the Buggles. And if you don't know who the Buggles, they yeah. wrote Video Killed the Radio Star. Video Killed the Radio Star. Trevor Horn, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wow. oh my goodness. I, I actually don't know if it. he sings the part, but yeah, I, no I, I don't know who the singer is. But that was pretty good, actually, Rob. Thank you. Um, he replaced John Anderson as the lead vocalist for the aforementioned Yes. John Anderson? Yes. Blow, blow, John Anderson. <laughs> John, <laughs> hey, thanks for stopping by, John. Hey, guys. You just missed Trevor Horn. <laughs> you, you just see him on the way out. I don't like your never John, John, please stop. John, get off the mic. John, you're done. We're cutting you off. So thank you for stopping by, but don't overstay. You're welcome. All right, guys. So, <laughs> is, uh, uh, Trevor Horn's greatest commercial success, however, was he was the producer for the Frankie Goes to Hollywood, uh, Do They Know It's oh. Christmas. So, oh, really? Wait. Yeah. Okay. Do They Know It's Christmas? Yeah. Okay. So that was, um, was not that Frankie for- Goes to Hollywood. It was... Yeah. Um, USA for Africa? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, well, he produced for Frankie Goes to Hollywood. And, and that. Okay. Know it's awesome. So, yeah. Um, yeah. On drums, there's four drummers on the album. So I had to look up which one. And they were all machines. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, the best I can tell is a guy named John Robinson. Um, and the way I know John Robinson, he is the drummer on We Are the World. He's also the drummer on Change the World. And really? All Night Long by Lionel Richie. Okay. Centerfield by John Fogarty. Wow. Hold On by Wilson Phillips. And Back in the High Life Again by Steve Winwood. That this is impressive. This guy is a machine. Wow. I did that in quotes. That yeah. is impressive. John Robinson. And this uh, Seal song. So. It's quite an eclectic group. Nicely done, John. Yeah. 
Um, so that's Meet the Band. So very cool. Pretty good. A uh, pretty good band. Uh, so Seal Henry Olusigan Olumide Adiola Samuel Seal for short. <laughs> Was born, I just butchered his name, I'm sorry. Oh, Seal. he also plays bass on here, too, um, a little bit. Always plays plays bass. He, he carries the bass when he's not playing it on stage. He just carries it around his neck sometimes. Is there anybody who looks he's more natural guy. in a sport coat with no shirt than <laughs> Seal? Um, I feel like that's the only outfit I've ever seen him in. Yeah. Like, I feel like he owns 50 sport coats. And three t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, and like three, yes. I, he's just, he's, he's about that life, man. He does that, that look better than anybody I know of. Um, I can't even think of anybody who's, thinking, who rocks it better. Like I've seen other people occasionally, but just seals got that look on lock. Like <laughs> that, but he's like a fashion icon. Yeah. You know, I mean, first of all, ends up marrying Heidi Klum. Well done. And, um, and they together become this like fashion power couple. Um, I, you know, it's pretty impressive because let's, let's be honest. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Like just superficially at first glance, you look at seal and go, what's up with his face? I don't, what, yeah. What's up with his face? But you know what though? Heidi Klum, she saw past all that. She did. She's better than you and me. She's like, this guy she, can sing. She's more human than all of us. That's right. She saw into his soul and, uh, and they, you know, they became a, a fashion icon marriage. They were like the. Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman of the fashion world for a hot minute. They were just not it, it Tom couple. Cruise and Katie Holmes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. The uh, yeah, the stuff on his face. I shouldn't say the stuff on his face. The thing I hear that um, the fact that he had lupus. Did you hear that's how? He oh, got okay. That? No, I did not. So he's had. It's kind of debated, like how he got those scars. Um, he's had them since the age of twenty three. Um, but most consensus say it's due to the fact that he had lupus. So. Lupus. Well, there you go. There you go. It, it kind of makes me wonder if, like the Joker in The Dark Knight, if he ever just messes with people and asks them, like, you want to know how I got these scars? Oh, man. And then okay. just makes up a bunch of stories. I'd like to think I would do that if if I was, you know. Be comfortable enough to talk about it in general. Yeah. Like that I, and it just, just, just have a blast with it, you know. Just spread all kinds of crazy rumors on the internet. I just know? thought about something. I have a friend that has a patch of hair on his neck. That he is like, and he has all the little kids just come up and push it like a button. He makes all these funny faces. So, Bubba, you do a great job of embracing your hairy neck. Great, great it's awesome. job. Great job, Bubba. I always liked that as a kid. <laughs> um, yeah. Got any stuff on Seal? Any other things on Seal? Uh, he other first came to public attention as the vocalist on the Adamski, I don't know if it's Adamski or Adamski single, Killer in 1990. This is the, the first um, uh, award, the Ivor Novello Award for songwriting that he won. Um, and uh, the single reached number one in the UK, and he signed to uh, ZTT Records and released a self-titled debut album in 91. Two versions of the album, this is according to Wikipedia, are, uh, are known to be in circulation. The original pre-mix version and a second more common version with an updated mix. Um, this is attributed to the demand for a produced single rushing the final album to edit. And as seal puts it, uh, his and his producers inability to let go. Like they just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. Like we said, they took extra time to get it right because they were trying to make it a masterpiece. So this, the single came out, got popularity and they're like, we got to finish the album. We got to finish the album, rushed it a little bit. And they basically released what they consider to be an inferior mix. And then later, if they had a little more time, 
brought it back. Went back and then, you know, released the one that they liked better. So uh, that's pretty unusual. I don't know if ZTT Records was like a smaller label and they were just like, ah, whatever, put it out. out. It doesn't seem like something that like, you know, Sony Records is going to do, you know, like, um, especially not for an artist's first appearance like you, you want, want to bring to your be... best and polished and you've got time it's not like you're rushed <laughs> yeah it's your first one right but they said his his got rushed because the popularity of this song sure so um but that's that's yeah it's kind of an odd thing he was born in london to a nigerian mother and a brazilian father yeah that's an interesting dynamic so that kind of gives some explanation on his name um i i'm gonna go ahead and say that uh Seal is a good change from his original yeah, name. Yeah, it's a little easier right. to... I mean, he's got that... Who was it? Was it Dikembe Mutombo that had like 34 names? Oh, I don't know. I think it was It was either Mutombo or... Hakeem Olajuwon? Hakeem Olajuwon, but I'm pretty sure it was Mutombo that literally his name consisted of like 34 words. Oh, I didn't know. I remember watching an NBA game when I was a kid and them showing his, his entire <laughs> full name. It took up the whole screen. I'm not kidding. Uh, it was insane. Yeah, You know what? Hold on. I'm going to look it up while we're talking. While he's looking that up, I'm going to list all the sinners I can think of from that era. You let me know when you get the name. All right. Matumbo, Olajuwon, Ewing. Ala- oh, he's already done. I only got, <laughs> only got three. <laughs> David Robinson. Uh, Dikembe Matumbo's full name. I thought you were saying that's his full name. His name is Dikembe Matumbo. Oh, no, this is not it. Oh, hold on. This is not right. This only has like five words. No, uh, literally, it oh. had like maybe it was someone else. And I it was Sean Bradley. <laughs> and it could have been me as a kid going, seeing five words on screen, and going, "Man, he's got twenty-four words <laughs> in his name." Uh, I guess. Anyway, Dikembe hmm. Mutombo is awesome. But back to Seal. Seal uh, was Pontius Pilate in the Tyler Perry musical rendition of The Passion. Oh, the one they did on TV. Yeah, on Fox. Right. He was Pontius Pilate. Well, there you go. That's a good little Seal he fact. He washed his hands of the Lord. Oh. Okay, or washed his hands of the Lord being killed, not washed his hands of the Lord. Yes. He kind of did the opposite of that. I don't know what you call of that. the people. Yeah, he he washed, washed his, his hands, hands of, of the, the, the angry mob trying to crucify. He did Jesus. not want his blood on his hands. He didn't. He wanted that kiss from a rose. I do like the uh, middle break of the song. The in a sky full of people, only some want to fly. Is yes. that crazy? The that he actually puts that in his "Fly Like an Eagle" at the end. If oh you listen yeah, to the end of "Fly Like an Eagle." He had he a very cool it. version of "Fly Like an Eagle" originally by the Steve Miller Band. Um, and who you will know from the Joker. Oh yes, not Sorry, as was, the Joker. Yes, I, I was still thinking of Batman. I was like, what does Steve Miller have to do with the Joker? Um, yes. Okay. Funny story about me and Seal. In the mid '90s, that song came out, and um, and at around the same time, the album "Jesus Freak" by DC Talk was huge in popularity. And uh, there was this song on that album called "Just Between You and Me," and uh, maybe we can play you a little clip of I've it. I've got something to say. Want to yeah. get it straight before the sun goes before down. the sun goes down. Let me play you a little clip of "Just Between You and Me." Hang tight. I've been listening. Okay, so I hadn't maybe fully developed my my uh, you know my ear for distinguishing voices at this point, but to me, 
That sounded like Seal. Michael Tate is Michael Seal. Michael Tate from DC Talk. He's dreaded Seal. He's yeah. Seal with dread. He's dreaded Seal. And uh, it sounds like a, 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 a villain, uh, like he's the dreaded Seal. I think it sounds like a metal band. Okay. Dreaded Seal. <laughs> but anyway, I, I kept hearing that song on the radio and I was like, oh, that new Seal song. Why are they playing it on the Christian radio station? You know, whatever. And uh, But I was like, but to me, and I still, to this day, I think they have similar voices. But at that point, I, I literally couldn't distinguish the two. I have a Michael Tate story for you Michael Tate fans. Right. I actually met Michael Tate coming out of a Nora Jones concert <laughs> at the Ryman, and he could not remember where he parked. So I helped him find his way to his car because we parked in the same garage. Uh-huh. I was like, is that Michael Tate or Linda Randall? I don't know because they are the same. <laughs> him and his sister look identical. They are twins, if you did not know that. True. Look up a picture of Michael Tate and Linda Randall. But I had a, a flip phone at the time, which I still do for those of y'all that know me. Um, and I was like, can I get a picture with you? And he <laughs> obliged. So I took one and it did not save. So I was like, I hate to do this one more time, but can we get another? And he let me take two pictures on my flip phone, me and Michael Tate. Good dude. Did the second one take? Second one take. I still have it. Uh, I can, uh, it's still on my phone. So like your phone, when you take a picture, you have to hit the thing. Patience. And then like ask it politely to save it. Yep. And then confirm. And then you have to insert a three and a half inch floppy disk (laughs) um, and wait for the drive to start spinning. And then... If it's feeling good, then it will then save it for you. I'm scrolling through my phone right now, and I'm going to text it to Rob. So by the end of this episode, he should receive it. <laughs> but it has to go through the fax machine it first does, it does. and uh, come to my phone line by line. Um, I got some stuff on covers. Other than that, you got anything? Yeah, I've got, I got a couple things on uh, a couple notes. Go ahead. Who you got for covers on this? Uh, Lannis Morissette's. I actually yeah. like the best of the ones I listen to. Yeah. Uh, one by Iron Savior. I don't like. One by the talisman I could not find. and But the worst, I think, is by Mushroom Head. Mushroom so, Head. So for those of y'all Mushroom Head fans that are listening, not crazy about this version. When Mushroom Head does it, it is about drugs. It probably it is. It is definitely about drugs when they do it. Uh, one of the things I really like about this song, uh, other than, I mean, I really love the lyric. That that line is just so good. We're never going to survive unless we get a little crazy. Um Actually, the line about in a sky full of people, only someone to fly. Isn't that crazy? For the longest time, literally until we started researching and I sat down and read the lyrics, I thought he was just being very British and saying in a score full of people like, you know, in a, in a score being 20, like mm-hmm. in, a, in a score full of people. And he was just saying it, singing it with a very British in a sky full of people. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's what I've always heard. Sky? Yeah. And I just thought he meant, you know, in, in a handful of people, there's only a couple that want to, you know, but uh, in a sky full of people, only someone to fly is a much better line. It's like Good. I was fine with it. I thought it was cool. But in a sky full of people, only someone to fly makes more sense. Um, so, yeah, I, I dig I dig that line a lot even more now. <laughs> um, but um Something I think is really cool about this song is it maintains, we've talked before about the concept of pedal tones, uh, and that is where a, a bass note uh, or a low-end note stays the same while other chords change around it. Um, and this song is an incredible example of pedal tone bass because it's in the key of G, uh, and, it, and it goes to a, it starts in kind of a minor mode on the verses, 
Um, and then the chorus kind of resolves eventually gets around to resolving to a G chord. But the funny thing about this song now, do you call the chorus the no, we're never gonna the, survive the four, one, five, yeah. two, two, yes, okay. Yeah. Um, so if we're in the key of G, the chorus would go to your ear, four chord, which is C, C to the G chord, which is the mm-hmm. one, then the five, and then a major mm-hmm. two chord, which would be an A, a major, a major. But the funny thing about that is the bass never leaves an E for On the, the chorus? for the entire song. There's a there's an E in the bass the entire song. It never changes. The chords are changing all around it, but the bass never leaves an E. It is on wow. a pedal tone E the entire song. And it's done so well that you don't even notice it. So it, it's C over E. It doesn't G sound over out of place. E. Yes. D over E, A over E. Yes. Wow. Isn't that weird? Yeah, Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Wow. That's because Seal's playing bass and he's just sitting there hitting the low <laughs> E. Right, low I played bass is. on this, guys, early. He's got a one-string bass. A one-string bass is E. <laughs> Doesn't even have any frets. That's One-string awesome. fretless bass. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a yardstick. <laughs> That's awesome. He's just... Bum, bum, he puts an Ernie bum, Ball bum, super bum. slinky on there and just plays his one note. That's awesome. But yeah, I take a listen all the way through front to back. I listened to it multiple times just to make sure that I was that I was positive on this before I before I made this um this uh this statement. But yeah, pedal tone E throughout the entire song wow. and the chords just change around it. And and I think that speaks to how well the song is mixed that that's not annoying. That it doesn't stand out that, like, yeah. please change. Right. Now, I've heard this song since 1991, and that has never bothered me. I heard that song this morning, and I didn't even notice it. Yeah. Like I know the chords to the yeah. song, and yeah. I never noticed that till right now. And till he told me it's that. cool because you could play the song without that pedal tone, and it wouldn't lose anything. Like You could play it just like the chord sound with the bass notes that would move around, and you'd be totally fine. And And most people listening would not go... Something sounds different, but I don't can't tell what it is, you know. And most people certainly wouldn't go, you know. Normally, there that bass note is not changing. It would pretty much sound the same either way. But it's just cool. It's cool to me that they got away with it. I don't know that as a producer, I would have had the nerve to say, "Yeah, let's do that." Let's. On my first album, right? Yes. Um, but uh, I think it's very cool that they decided to do that. That's cool. It's something literally unique. I can't think of another. Does song. it do the same thing on the bridge, the A minor, B minor part? That might be the one spot okay. that changes because it kind of drops out there. Okay. But definitely when it, like the very first time it goes in a sky full of people, I think the bass drops out there. And when it kicks back in, it goes back to the pedal tone. Mm. Like, Neat. yeah, That's it's cool. very unusual. I can't think of another song of this profile that literally keeps a, a pedal tone the entire time. Um, so that's cool. Very cool. Um Unless you have any other notes on I'm, Seal I'm or good. on the song, I'm all right. Tapped. I have I have one mother note, one other note, and then one, and mother, then a, note. one mother note. Uh, this is a note from my mom. She <laughs> says, "I packed you a sandwich. <laughs> Did you get it? It's peanut butter and jelly with Lay's potato chips in the middle. Your favorite. Thanks, mom. Um, yes, I did. If you're listening, I have it. I promise. <laughs> he didn't eat his cookies before the sandwich. That's he right. ate the right I saved it. Um, no, I have one other note. Um, and then I have a, a just a fun a fun list that a, a side thought that I had from this song, um, but uh, if you're listening and you know me 
you may know this about me that I am a uh, a wrestling fan. Uh, I got to go to WrestleMania 33 uh, in 2017, and it was a very cool, very cool moment. And uh, so I, I watch a lot of wrestling with my kids and and with some of my friends. Um, but uh, World Championship Wrestling (WCW) this is the federation that I grew up on. They were based in Atlanta. Um, and, uh, so they were my, that was my territory when I was like a teenager. Um, they used a version of this song for, uh, the, uh, for a version of the theme for a tag team called the outsiders, AKA Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, or if you knew them in their WWF WWE days, uh, they would have been known to you as diesel and razor Ramon. I have nothing to add here, by the way. I know <laughs> nothing, no, you're not, not I, a wrestling fan at all. I know nothing about wrestling. Like wow. I, I remember Junkyard Dog yeah. and Andre the Giant. Okay, all right. Uh, so you're, that, I'm old school Old, old, old school. Um, and then my roommates used to watch Monday Night Raw over Monday Night, but yeah. I couldn't name anybody. See, I was on the other end of that watching WCW Monday Nitro, uh, the best ripoff name you could possibly. Monday Night Raw, oh yeah, well, we're Monday Nitro. <laughs> like it's so you could almost mistake one for the other. And I honestly think that's what they were going for. Um, but anyway, part of the song was used as a, a version of the theme song for the outsiders and WCW apparently liked the song because they also used it for the 1996 bash at the beach pay-per-view and fall brawl war games pay-per-views. Uh, so somebody in world championship wrestling was a big fan of seal uh, and they just use the heck out of the song. I don't know if they paid once for the rights to use it, and then we're just like, man, we're going to use the heck for out this. of it. Let's, yeah. let's use it or up. Or if there was a separate, like if Seal made money from them three times, man, that'd be awesome. Like that's like, that's dream money right there, you know, because it ain't cheap, let me tell you. Um, so that's that's my note. Okay, so that's all I have on, that's all I really have on Seal, all I have on this song. Do you have anything to add? I'm good, man. Okay, I'm going to take us out of side trail because I got to thinking uh, about musicians and especially individuals there's lots of band names that are like this but musicians whose names have animals in them like seal okay now i don't know why he's called seal i don't know you know if it has anything to do with the animal but i just started thinking like there's more artists and and bands out there who have animal names so who you know who are some of those so like there's tons of like canine names, you've got like Snoop Dogg, uh, Nate Dogg, lots of dogs. You got some bands like Three Dog Night, uh, the Bloodhound Gang, Wolf Mother, uh, Howling Wolf, Steppenwolf, Fleet Foxes. Right? You got any? Uh, dude, I'm enjoying this. Okay, this is good. I could probably think, but every- in the in the feline family, <laughs> you've got uh, Stray Cats. Cat Stevens, right? <laughs> yeah. It's funny if you actually think of him as, uh, you know, animals. Animals. Animals, yeah. John Cougar Mellencamp. Oh, yeah. Uh, Los Tigres del Norte. There we go. Whatever that was. Tigers. Tigers, Tigers of the North. There you go. Hey, there you go. I spanished a word. He nailed it. That was for you, babe. My wife is Mexican. Good job. <laughs> How about... Lionel Richie? Oh, no. No? Does that no. count? <laughs> Def Leppard, yeah. White Lion. Yeah. Uh, how about hooved animals? How about hooved animals? Deer. We got Crazy Horse. Great. Okay. Um, Buck Owens. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Buckley. Yeah. Uh, how about Government Mule? Young Buck. Young Buck. Yeah. Uh, Lamb of God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Buffalo Springfield. Let's not forget my personal favorite one hit wonder of all time, Space Hog. Space Hog. Uh, They had, uh, uh, in the meantime, was the name of the song. Has the best bass line of any song I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, Then you get into Primates, Animal Bands, The Monkeys, Gorillas, The Apes. Then you get into Bears, Polar Bear, Grizzly Bear. Minus the bear, panda bear. They just really kind of name themselves after bear. They're like it's unbearable. Yeah, <laughs> uh, nah. rodents. You've got modest mouse, danger mouse, echo and the bunny men, uh, squirrel nut zippers. You remember them? Yeah, they had a hot second of, of fame. Uh, Johnny Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Beaver Band. Man. Yeah, you've got aquatic. You've got seal. You've got the fish. Fish. Good the call. PH. I didn't have fish. Uh, the whalers. Mm, no, okay. All right, it's different. Uh, anyway, there's lots. Uh, Hootie and the Blowfish, the Eels, Real Big Fish, Fishbone, lots of fish names. Any birds? Eagles? Uh, yes, birds. You've got. Wait, hold on. Before we leave, second. before we leave, fish. I gotta, I gotta contribute. Lance Bass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, then you got the birds, the flamingos, the yard birds, the fabulous thunderbirds, the black crows, Cheryl crow, counting crows, old crow medicine show. Dude, this is awesome, right? The doves, the eagles, the eagles of death metal, uh, eagle eyed cherry, a flock of seagulls, them crooked vultures, robin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, with a Y. Yep. Uh, the Jayhawks, the Dixie Chicks, Herbie Hancock. No. Never mind. No. <laughs> Ryan Adams and the Cardinals. Uh-huh. Okay. Then you get into reptiles. We can go all day. Slash a snake spit. Snake spit. <laughs> snake, snake pit. White snake. Stray gators. Cobra starship. The turtles. Tortoise. Insects. Alien ant farm. Adam ant. The beetles. Iron butterfly. Scorpions. Papa roach. Buddy Holly and the crickets. Wasp. This is the greatest sidebar list we've ever done. I know. This is fantastic. I got to give props to, this is a, a blog from a guy named Brad Frost that's compiled a ton of these. Um, I, I don't know why he put so much effort into it, but God bless him for doing it. Mollusks, Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the Toadies. Do you remember Toadies? Yeah. Toad the Wet Sprocket. You know. The animals. All I want is to feel. That's Toad the Wet Sprocket. Yes, Toad the Wet Sprocket. Underrated, I think. I don't know. Maybe they're properly rated. I don't really know. Beastie Boys. Yeah? Okay. Anyway. That was fun. There's tons. They could go on a long time. Dinosaur Junior. T-Rex. Dragon Force. Mythical mythical creatures. Anyway. Um, so those That are was some- kind of like the begats in Matthew, <laughs> for those of y'all that were yes, listening at home. Yes, that's right. The rock and roll animal begats. Um, so yeah, I guess that's going to do it. Uh, that's kind of a weird way to end it, but let's be honest. We got nothing else. That's good. We got nothing else. Thanks for hanging out with song. us, guys. Thanks so much for listening to the great song podcast, wherever you're listening and joining us from. If you're on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Zanga, uh, uh, Scotch tape. yeah, wherever you're listening. Thanks so much. Uh, We'll see you again next week with another great song. I'm Rob. I'm JP. Go listen to some music.